sunlit world of what he believes to be reality. But there is, unseen by most, an underworld, a place that is just as real, but not as brightly lit. A dark side. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first spin-off episode, The Wayland Archives, a different type of episode for the Hive Mind and Xenomorphing podcast, where we take something a little off-center, as we are a little off-center. <laughs> so uh, we're going to go with today's a special <coughs> Halloween-themed horror episode. We're going to talk strictly about horror franchises, um, movies, TV shows, just the whole genre in general video games yeah video games even this episode just might not end yes Um, (laughs) (laughs) it's just you know this is um definitely a love of mine and after that long winding intro i'm of course your host dave the gogol aka the jigsaw of alien fandom and i'm here (laughs) with uh ryan and canada mike what's up everybody what's going on happy october happy end of october it's been a it's been an interesting one again 2020 so, continues uh, to surprise us. Yes, it does. <laughs> so uh, let's get this started by uh, getting to know how we got into um, horror. So who wants to kick it off? How'd you get into the genre? Video stores. Uh, mm. Just Coleman video store shelves when I was younger, man. And it was uh, it was definitely Friday the 13th and The Nightmare on Elm Street films that I initially gravitated to. When I got into the you know horror genre, I guess it was through the gateway with slasher movies, and that was nice. you know, th- those two big tentpole franchises. And wow, were they ever cool to find? I mean, you know, it's uh, some pretty cool icons there. You got, I mean, Jason Voorhees and Freddy Krueger, the Boogeyman and the Hockey Mask. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. as you know, I mean, there's you know, there's lots of good things to say about them. Uh, I've been revisiting both franchises recently and watching through the series and uh you know there's pretty good movies and takes me back to you know pilfering the video store shelves and finding those and uh you know slashers it was kind of like a carrion because uh mm-hmm. stuff like alien and blade runner was not really something i approached you know really actively at the beginning when i was in the video store those were the last movies i was probably going to grab right it was all about action movies horror movies like you know it was very kinetic films back then when I was younger. So, mm. but, uh, and then so it was like, you know, the slasher films is a really interesting way to get into it because, you know, you're seeing that horror element, which is, of course, a big thing in the alien movies, but it's just kind of more distilled here. And uh, it's like pure suspense. Like, I mean, those slasher movies are a pure run on suspense when they're done well, mind you, because they do get into. Uh, those slasher movies when they go on as they went on in the series kind of yeah, went into little, corn, little corn yeah a little <laughs> corn country going on there like yeah, cheesy. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh at the start they're definitely you know both franchises really strong uh most people tend to never you know tend to overlook and forget mrs Voorhees is the original villain that's always yeah. a great thing to rediscover i mean it was fun to go back and watch the original see kevin bacon six degrees that guy's <laughs> in everything man but uh yeah no it was it was it, it, it was it was probably those uh i mean i branched out later i mean i got into some other ones uh you know like the clive barker stuff uh 
you know, I don't think I ever did really watch much Hellraiser, but I mean, all in all, I thought it was pretty decent. I mean, it was a popular franchise. It just wasn't one that I really chased around and tracked down too much because I did really watch through Jason and Freddy and, you know, that was kind of my gateway. Definitely going to say, and if we're going to go with what we're started with, uh, I'll leave it at that for now. I mean, could probably, we'll probably touch back on some of these other franchises I mentioned in a bit, but oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think for me, the first, well, Alien was probably the first horror, I guess, horror movie that I ever saw uh, all the way through. I, and I wasn't introduced to that until like my mid teens, but I think the, the first horror movie that I saw that really terrified me was Event Horizon, actually. Mm. When I, was fif- I was 15 at the time. Nice. It came out 1997. And uh, I remember seeing it with my dad and a couple other, a friend of mine and his dad. And I was just like, I was so terrified <laughs> watching it. And uh, it was, I think it just had this, as sci-fi horrors became, uh, has become probably one of my favorite genres now too. You know, it's amen just, to that. Guilty as uh, charged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my lord. That's, uh, especially in vi- especially in video games, but yeah, movies yes. too. Um, but I really, yeah, it was. Uh, those were kind of the first two I really remember. I probably saw glimpses of other horror films earlier on that I was. I probably just didn't watch all the way through, or was probably too scared. Now I don't really. Uh, I don't really get to too scared with horror movies but uh but i still really enjoy enjoy them a lot um more modern ones like hereditary things like that were just really yeah, well, well done we'll yeah <laughs> but yeah. uh but yeah i mean the slasher movies i think that was kind of later on i remember i did watch uh a bunch of the halloween films with a friend of mine uh back i really really enjoyed them they did like you guys said kind of like the third one had nothing to do with michael myers and then four five and six kind of went on this like druid thing for a little while but uh yeah it's like, it's some like, weird voodoo stuff later yeah was it, was it, one of them the one with um crap. i think it's four is actually pretty good with a little kid yeah yeah right yeah, he has I, some I, kind of connection that one was with michael good. myers yeah yeah that one was good that's... Yeah, it, it was kind of like Tommy in uh, Friday the 13th movies, right? Mm-hmm. Same kind of thing, yeah. you know? This yeah. kid with yeah. a aesthetic where he's involved with the killer in some mm-hmm. way, some connection. Yeah. yeah, so really, but yeah, really it was Alien first, which I thought was just fantastic. I wasn't super scared by it, but I thought it was just an incredible movie. But then Event Horizon is the first one that comes to mind mm-hmm. where I was like, you know about piss my pants <laughs> right there in the theater <laughs> saw it again recently it wasn't uh, wasn't nearly as scary but it was still pretty good yeah, very awesome well we're movie. going you yeah. won't need eyes <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> it's pretty so good, good. Fishburne's a great hero i like him as the protagonist in the movie yeah yeah i mean how can you hate morpheus <laughs> yeah, Fishburne's one of those guys that's good and everything yeah, mm-hmm. um, I Everything. think there's like a there's like an older movie where he's a CIA guy, Bad Company, and yeah, good movie. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Yeah. It's just because he's in it, he elevates material. He's just yep. it's better because mm-hmm. good performer. John Wick uh, too as the king yes. there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, my uh, I was asking my old man about this a couple uh, 
years ago when I visited him in Florida. He claims it was Nightmare on Elm Street. And he said right away I was rooting for Freddy Krueger, which explains a, <laughs> a lot at a young age. This explains which, a uh, lot, Dave. A explains, lot. Uh, <laughs> but uh, suppose that's something we could get into another day. <laughs> but, uh, my earliest memory is um, two movies, Poltergeist and Pet Cemetery. Oh, okay. As a kid, they scared the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. I loved them. I actually haven't... Um, because I, I got into Stephen King young too when I started to read. Also explains a lot. Oh, yeah. The Shining was one of the first, you know, book books oh. I read. Um, That's my but, favorite. Um, okay, can I stop you? Can I stop you right there? Yeah, go, 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 go. Okay, I'm, I, we'll, we'll talk about it more later because you're talking. But The Shining is my favorite horror movie. And it is also my favorite movie. Mm. So that's like a solid claim Excellent. I will easily make. Excellent. Thank you for bringing up that because it's so amazing. And we'll talk about that wicked ass sequel that it has later. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this podcast episode isn't going to end. Sorry, everybody. Um, <laughs> I remember um, specifically in Poltergeist, there's the scene with the the tree and I think the the mud or the pool or something. And I yeah. Had the room I had as a kid, there was a second floor and there was this big tree out there. I remember going to sleep and just seeing the tree move and I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Pet Cemetery, you know, it was kind of creepy, but the part with, what was it, Aunt or Sister Zelda? No. Capital <laughs> in. Oh, it creeped me. Even when I rewatch it, I'm like, um... <laughs> I'm gonna. Oh look, I have an important text message. Uh, let me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> let me see. Even the remake, which I thought was decent, and hopefully no one's throwing their phones or laptops hearing that. <laughs> Even the remake, which it wasn't that part wasn't as scary. It got to that part, I'm like flinching as I watch it. I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> those, not quite um, the same. Those are two movies I remember. Kind of like, all right, this horror stuff is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This stuff is. I'm like, all right, this stuff mm-hmm. is. Apparently, just as twisted as I am. <laughs> so I guess it's kind of a follow-up to that. What is the, I guess, the franchise, what got you hooked into watching it? Like, what is the stuff you're like, all right, now I'm watching everything horror-related? <laughs> well, a- for me, it's, it's something about tapping into, I don't want to get too, like, philosophical, but just something right. about tapping into, like, this this fearful this fear that sort of everyone has to some extent you know just fear of kind of the unknown and the mysterious and i think what's the most gripping horror films for me are body horror films where there's some kind of like mutation or your body like the fly is very like unsettling for me watching a guy slowly I Ryan guess, is yeah. stealing my stuff. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's always no, one of us that I, I, I got a backup. I, I got a backup. I got a backup to talk about. <laughs> but it's but the body horror. Yeah, mm-hmm. I all agree. But yeah, you yeah. keep going, man. You keep going. You got it. Yeah, I mean the fly, the thing. Obviously, uh, yeah. you know, just there's this, and like I always have this fear of like, I of myself like slowly mutating into something. Uh, even the alien series gets into that. Um, yeah. Even like the first in the director's cut for the first film, Dallas and um, Brett were being cocooned. I, it was kind of hard for me when I watched it to tell what was really going on. I thought they were just kind of like wrapped up in like 
gunk, but but then you could see like Brett was almost Zeno Yeah, Zeno Snot. <laughs> but Brett was completely like mutated, and it was just like once you kind of realize what's going on, it's um, it's a little bit even like Leviathan was kind of like an alien ripoff had some uh, body horror in it. It was like and, a mixture of uh, it was like the alien and thing, but then right. they put them, and then they took the abyss is mm-hmm. water setting and they put mm-hmm. it all together to make kind of like a Frankenstein movie out of right. it. Right. But honestly, Weller's performance in that film really carries it. He mm-hmm. did a really good job in that movie. Oh yeah. Uh, there's a couple other people. I think what is it? Uh, Richard Crenna. He's pretty good mm-hmm. in there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, there's another guy. I can't remember. He's the balding guy. He's a good actor too. Like mm-hmm. there's quite a few strong actors and i thought it was a lot stronger than deep star six which seemed oh, kind of yeah. video yeah. store back you know video store I, special you know i tried watching that i think it was last year i had such fuzzy memories as a kid i watched it rubber alligator time. dave did you see the rubber bad. alligator the giant yeah, oversized rubber alligator yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm like i'm not i'm not watching this again <laughs> yeah that was yeah, yeah. It's disappointing I, I don't know. all right i'm gonna keep that in my but, warm fuzzy childhood I, memories <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh there's another one that's like that that'll kick you right in the balls. What is it? Extro with Jan Michael Vincent. I saw that. Yeah, Extro two Extro two with Jan Michael Vincent, the second encounter. It is the worst aliens <laughs> ripoff you will ever see in your life. And and Jan Michael Vincent, I swear he's hung over or drunk the whole shoot. Mm-hmm. And he's he's got these terrible one liners like Schwarzenegger that he keeps spitting out to this wannabe alien. Looks like a Roger Corman-designed alien or something. Yeah. And it bursts yeah. out of this girl, and I'm like, it bursts out of the girl. <laughs> and oh, the, scene, the scene even looks like the, you know, alien or something. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, she's going to pop. And it's just like, groan. And then you get Jan Michael Vincent at the end. He's like, going to send you back to where you belong. Okay, drunken airwolf guy. <laughs> this terrible movie. <laughs> Worst ever. Look it up and watch it if you want to see something that won like the King of Razzie Awards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stinky. So I, I mean, for me, really, it's maybe it's not so much like what you know, what other like humanities fear. I think maybe it's just my own like fears that I have, and I watch these films and I I just get drawn to them because they tap into that kind of that part of me that maybe I don't want to look at or don't want to face yeah. sometimes but it's that there's something so compelling about it especially if it's done really well then it's um it, it is, i don't know i just get kind of fascinated by by the horror yeah. genre but, yeah i'll lead off of what you said man because mm-hmm. like yeah the way you talked about body horror it's 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 a good way to kind of adjacent to what i'm going to say i suppose uh elements of shock Mm-hmm. Hey, like when I see something on screen that puts me in shock, like like you guys say, like we we are not afraid typically in a lot of these films anymore. We expect the corn syrup blood exploding all over the place. People are gonna get killed. Weird man, shit's gonna get fucked up. But it's when your jaw drops mm-hmm. and you go and you look and you lean back in your chair. And, wow, that was awesome. Those, yeah. those are the moments in horror movies I live for. Like, uh, that's what I like about a lot of the Alien franchise. There's just moments where you go, wow. And even there's other movies where you get that too. Uh, what mm-hmm. is it? Uh, there's one here, I guess it's shock. It has a body horror element, but it also has a strong element of shock. And I mean, just on the basis of what's going on, uh, is Splice. 
if you guys yes. are familiar with Good that. Good movie. Okay, very mm. unsettling film. Good movie. Especially in the last third, it gets really unsettling. Yeah. Like, there are major weird things going on, like incest mm -hmm. weirdness, like mixed together with alien body horror, and it gets mm -hmm. right, right strange in the end. Yeah. The third act of that film is just bonkers and it's, i was gonna pen tied to know where this is going <laughs> but <laughs> the elements of the elements of shock that are in there like like pregnant sarah Polly at the outro and the epilogue like wow man yeah like the implications of what's going on there are scary yeah it's like it's what they created now it's progen now now it's just creating its own you know offspring and what's that going to be like Right. Yeah. Exactly. Because I mean, because you could go into those. Remember the remember the Blade movies when they go next level with vampires and how scary that gets, right? Mm -hmm. You know what happens when vampires great, feed on great, other vampires, great right? Movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like and those vampires are pretty scary vampires. Like they grab normal vampires and break their arms like reapers. Legs. Good shit. Yeah, <laughs> those are some scary things. Uh, they, you know, the those Blade movies are not typically they are not scary themselves, but the reapers. Wow, they were yeah, freaky, great creation. freaky yeah. monster. I liked them. Yeah, Del, Del Toro liked it so much. He used that uh, the same idea for uh, the string. Yeah, right. You mentioned oh, yeah. another episode. Yeah. The other there, we yeah. did another episode. You mentioned in that. That's yeah. that's really cool. He did that because yeah, they're they were pretty good. Because yeah, really I, cool, I mean, cool design. It, it buries stuff like the Walking Dead zombie, which is just mm -hmm. pff, whatever. We've seen that eighty bazillion times, right? And mm -hmm. like, but here's this Reaper where it's like, wow. That's freaky, you know. Yeah. That's kind of like this thing, the Ren in Splice. She's like that too, just weird. Mm -hmm. Something wholly different. Like these big fleshy wings on her back and just mm -hmm. scary monster. And it moves yeah. fast and it's it almost feels like it's got a movement pattern mm -hmm. like those creatures from the pitch black movies, right? Mm -hmm. With yes. Vin yeah. Diesel. So I mean, you know, it's just weird. Like it jumps up and flies around in the trees, and it comes at you. It takes your head, takes some guy's head right off at one part. Kind of <laughs> like Starship Troopers, that bug too, with the Sith wing or whatever, mm -hmm. right? But uh, yeah, like it's just. I think it's the shock element in horror movies, really, for me. That definitely does it. Because like, if you do something that can make me jump back in my seat, you've done something right. Because like, I think it's the first It film, the remake or whatever. Mm -hmm. And there's like a part in the garage where he comes out of the projector into the yeah. garage. And I think I was watching it. It was me, my brother, my mom, and my dad. We're all watching this together in the mm -hmm. theater. And everybody just kind of hunched back <laughs> in their seats because it was so well conducted. <laughs> felt like Pennywise was coming right in your face like a train. <laughs> and it's just when you get those moments in a horror movie, you know something was done. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that to me, you know, like, I guess, cause I don't really like, you know, it's not like, Oh, I pooped my pants. Like in horror <laughs> movies, I don't typically have that issue with horror movies. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, how effective was it? And if it was effective enough to make me go, woo. Right. I'm like, I've, I think that a movie's done its job, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, Weird. definitely. Uh, I'd, I'd have to say that for sure. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. for me, it's gotta be the shock. I went out and it would probably be locked right in on the thing and alien films mm -hmm. because because i mean you know hang me on a cross if you don't like it but i thought the remake or what a reboot i guess it's a prequel really is the right language i should say but yeah that was actually not bad i mean there was some issues with you know studio interference with the effects and stuff like that mm -hmm. but all in all, the lead the lead actress Mary Winstead she did a really good job in that movie. And oh right, you know, yeah, I mm -hmm. thought she's good. Uh, she's good. 
Yeah, and it was like Alien Covenant's the same way. I mean, Watterson in that one, I, I liked it. It was a prequel I liked. Shoot me mm-hmm. for it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, these are leading stories. They're not going to be as, <clears throat> as, as perfect as the original, the way you want it to be, you know? But they did a fairly effective job of back backstorying the original films, mm-hmm. telling you something that occurred before, and giving you a relatively enjoyable movie that you're probably going to go back and watch again. Mm-hmm. And you know, so it's just to me, it's just you know, both franchises and they both cycle around these amazing creatures. Like I, I remember, it's the thing I always see around the internet brought up once in a while. Uh, what if the thing fought the alien? I'm like, well, that'd be just the most bitchinous stalemate in the universe. It's <laughs> like one of them has a molecular level of acid blood, and the other one's like some sort of microorganism that tries to infect you through your blood. So mm-hmm. good luck with that one. <laughs> The alien can't rip the thing apart either. It can rip it apart, walks away, and the thing just recomposes itself. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the amazing circle battle where these two things are frustrated that they can't really get at each other very well. I mean, you can the alien could be injured, but the thing's going to give up whatever limit throws at it to do it, right? I mean, it's a rough fight. I mean, two creatures with an amazing set of characteristics that are really effective at slaughtering humans <laughs> and like <Just> man <laughs> makes makes for some pretty shocking moments the way that these two creatures take people apart because they yeah, come yeah. from within Fun and stuff. then and then they turn into these big inviscerating claw-loaded monsters so <laughs> Woo. give me more yeah. of these films <laughs> bloom house is making a new thing movie right now and I'm not complaining about it because yeah. I like the thing films. I like stories that come out of it. John, uh, was it? I think it's who the heck's uh, John Carpenter's backing Carpenter. it up. Yeah. And I think John Campbell, the original writer, this book that he wrote or the story, I guess, who goes there, there's actually found information, like new chapters that were previously not part of the story that were mm-hmm. Cause it had been uh what do you call that where it's like shortened or whatever mm-hmm. uh geez abridged it was an mm-hmm. abridged version of the story they were using for the original adaptations like the 50s movie too the thing from another planet or whatever right, right? and uh so anyways it was i guess the idea is, is bloomhouse said well there's this new stuff we talked to john carpenter he's on board with it i mean what's wrong with this i mean sure let's see what happens here could get a pretty cool movie out of it Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I like the Thing movies. I like the Alien movies. I, I sure hope we keep getting more of them in the future because those monsters, when they burst out of people, they just blow your damn mind every time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, gonna, I'm done. You can't there. go wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, For me, I just... So much to... Uh, I don't even know where to start. Um, <laughs> I just enjoy the... I guess part of me enjoys being uh scared i enjoy the the atmosphere of them um i'm a it's kind of a rush huh yeah sometimes it's a, it's yeah a rush yeah. i enjoy especially if the the stories get me i enjoy you know reading some of the backgrounds behind it or you know from the slashers i i like the kills but i also like <laughs> the characters you know, I always enjoy the um, the horror movies that involve any sort of demon. I always think it's cool because sometimes you get good demonology out of it, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, world building. Um, or I could just be a sick, twisted motherfucker. That's really, all it could really be. 
I'm that guy who watches horror movies before he goes to bed, <laughs> which I regretted with Hereditary, which we'll get to a little bit later. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's just something that was always, I've always been drawn to it. I don't know the aesthetics, um, the kills, the monsters. I mean, obviously, I mean, mm-hmm. I think all of us, just thanks to Alien, any sort of creature feature monster movie, it's, yeah, I'm just going to strap right in. Sci-fi yeah. horror, like you said, Ryan, it's, Oh, this premise, oh, it looks kind of cheesy. Eh, fuck it. It's now an Right. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed yeah. it. I, you know, I'll post it all the time. In the, I'll watch anything on the blog once. page and the group. You know, anything that's alien-esque, I just have to watch. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're a crew stranded? Some sort of unknown horror? All right. That sounds really cool. And there's just <laughs> something, there's just something unsettling, whether it's a, uh, a house being haunted or a spaceship being haunted, just not knowing the little creek here or there or mm-hmm. the, the unknown stuff is, um, it just creates a great atmosphere. You know, when it fails, it fails. But um, there's just something to me that's magnetic about it. I just can't stop right. watching. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, Ever since I was a kid, like apparently according to my dad with Nightmare on Elm Street, mm, you know, <laughs> it's just something about it. And just um, I'm going to continue to watch over and over and um, I'm yeah. not going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. It also gives you good ideas if you ever want to, you know, stab people in real life, yeah. you know, different ways you can do it. How <laughs> to slaughter humans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's funny because I always have a running joke. I've had a running joke for years about uh, throwing people into wood chipper. So anytime a movie is in the wood chipper, I just start internally laughing. I think it was like at the end of uh, the Friday 13 reboot. And then I think it was like Deadpool 2. There's stuff with wood chipper. Yeah. Yes. I think it was um, um, one of the Death Day movies had something with it. I don't want to ruin it because I know you haven't seen it yet, uh, Mike. But yeah. Oh, man, yeah. Everything yeah, yeah. from the. The kills, I mean, especially the thing with horror, too. It's versatile. Mm-hmm. It's, um, comedy, suspense, um, satire, slashers, you name it. And, um, and not to get too philosophical either, but the thing I've always liked about horror is, um, I guess, kind of like I always, I guess, thought myself when I was younger. It's, it's, very, it's a very misunderstood genre. It's always misrepresented. It's always forgotten about which is something I've always, I guess, kind of related to, especially in my younger years. Um, I always thought, because I remember when I was younger, everyone was saying how bad and how negative these movies are, um, especially mm-hmm. when it came to women. Yet, when all the movies I watched, the only genre I ever watched that had strong female characters were right. horror movies. Mm-hmm. Final sure, Girls. They, there was the, you know, there was a sex scene and, the, you know, the gratuitous nudity. Oh, right. But, but, but dude, but, the rules, the rules. Final right. girls, final girls are not, rules. final girls are not slutty girls, though. But, final but girls we, are cool. But the way we survived, it was the women. Mm-hmm. Every, yeah, yeah. Every, it was some, every some girl movie, with her, franchise. some girl with her shit together, man. Gets yeah. a machete or an axe and goes at And em. it was always, it was always done so organically sure there were you know the movies did a little you know mm-hmm. the writing and stuff there was these little positive messages kind of thrown in to some of the slashers at least 
but these are just mm-hmm. badass women. And I'm like, man, this is awesome. I want a girl who can kick the shit out of me. All right. <laughs> let's go. Let's kill us, master or killer, babe. Let's go. You know? <laughs> and I got that from watching Slasher. And I was like, come on, man. It's, and it's, and the genre and the whole, I mean, even when it comes to the movie awards, people always forget about horror movies. It's, yeah, which I think is kind of cool. You know, like even, um, I've bitched about it before, like even these MCU movies, other than a couple, it's like, yo, you can't, why can't you do stuff as good as Final Girls? Why is this a problem? Mm-hmm. You have Stan Lee, you know, to, to get from, and you can't make these female heroes as awesome as uh, Nancy, or uh, it's like, come on. Yeah. You know, actually, on, to, to go into something that actually does look like it, it's kind of got a bit of a psychological horror element is uh, the WandaVision series that's coming up here. That looks, that looks really cool. That I love the psychological look of that. That looks so great because I'm into the psychological horror nowadays. That's kind of a kind of a uh, like a I guess a, what would you say a tentpole of like something that I'm into nowadays because mm-hmm. like The Shining and its sequel. Doctor Sleep. I mean, those aren't really necessarily like body horror movies. They're more mm-hmm. psychological movies. Yes. Yeah. And like, but honestly, the Lecter movies and and those mm-hmm. Shining and that Shining Shining duology. Like, mm-hmm. I like both of those sets of movies a lot because it's 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 got this element of shock again. Like I say, going back to that shock, it it's got the shock value. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily like these savage. It's not like this savage body horror, but like, you know, people get inviscerated or get, you know, brutalized in horrible ways in those movies. But the fact of the matter is, is there's this ratcheted up atmosphere around that in those movies that makes it so amazing. Like, I mean, Jack going up the steps with that axe, like, I mean, it's like, you know, like he's just, give me the bat, give me the bat, you know. Yeah. Like, not gonna hurt you, Wendy. <laughs> not gonna hurt you, <laughs> Wendy. I'm just gonna bash your brains in. <laughs> like, it's just, man, what a movie. And then, like, and then the sequel was like, I mean, Mike Flanagan is an amazing director and he's done mm-hmm, some dude. amazing things in modern horror lately. And Doctor Sleep, especially the director's version, mm-hmm. wow, just wow. That, like I say, one of the movies that made me. I love The Shining, and when that movie hit, I was skeptical. I'm like, "What? How do you do like the?" And then it was like, "Well, it was King's book." And then I'm like, "Okay, well, you know, Doctor Sleep was not a bad novel. I mean, hopefully it's adapted well." And I'm like, "Who's Mike Flanagan?" I didn't really yeah. know at the time. <laughs> I watched that movie, and I'm like, "Now I need to know who this guy is." <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Because like, yeah. wow. That was that me movie. after uh, Hill House. I'm like, oh, all right, hold on. Let me go oh, yeah. TV. Yeah, you guys <laughs> I know, know. I, want, I didn't shut up about Mike Flanagan for a while. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was I was part of the converted after watching Dr. No. Sleep. Yeah. Converted. Oculus. Um, Oculus is fantastic. It's a good psychological horror. I mean, mm-hmm. they're, they're, um, even the Doc- second Ouija movie he did. Um, I watched that recently. Yeah, that was, that was good, right? Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Solid. Yeah. Um, Hush on Netflix is really good. The house, um, the house series is. I have them slated. I really gotta watch yeah. those because I mean, the Overlook, the way he made it, freaking spooky as hell. I mean, mm-hmm. I gotta <laughs> see what else he does because, like, I mean, Rose the Hat. I mean, you love her. I mean, yeah. I fell in love with that actress in that movie because, man, <laughs> did he ever make her menacing? 
Well, just tilts her head with that hat. Well, <laughs> staring at glass. About a, something just about an evil, an evil brunette that just always wins my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the part where she astrally projects it was just like, wow, jaws yeah. on the floor. Yeah. yeah. My, my head's yeah. a cathedral, little one. Then there yeah. she is in the cathedral, stealing her mind. You know? Yeah. Ah! <laughs> yeah. yeah Badass, badass. Wow, this is quite the movie. And that man but, is a hell of a director. Yes, he is. I guess that's a good segue into the next one. I know we all said there's not much that have uh, scared us. What is the scariest horror movie or movies that you've uh, watched? I'll uh, save mine for last. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let Mike go first on that. I'll have to think about this for a little bit. Jesus, man, I don't know. We're all getting kind of stuck on the like boards here. I, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I did say it earlier, and I, I think I'll just stand by it. It, 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 it's the Shining. I, I definitely mm. gotta say. Yeah. Because I mean, I just was talking about it. And I guess I could just expound on it. Like, I mean, that movie was something. I mean, I just Kubrick's an amazing director. I, mm-hmm. if I was gonna go and talk about science fiction movies 2001's top of the line right there for me too because the Mm -hmm. man used anamorphic cameras and composed some of the most astounding visuals on film that you know we've seen in the modern era yeah and i mean some of them wide shots like i mean the part where they're driving to the overlook Mm -hmm. i mean the cars weaving through the mountains and he's just got this flying shot way before mm-hmm. drone cameras he's using a helicopter to do all this and it looked really really good mm-hmm. and it looks so good that flanagan just took the shot reversed it in black and used it in the middle in the midsection in like the third act of dr sleep at the start when they're driving up there right it's the same footage just in a black filter so i mean you know, I mean, there are just, there are so many shots. Like, I mean, Danny riding through the freaking hotel on his big wheel. Uh, what else? The room, which was such a popular idea in King's mind that he created 1408 as a short story, spun off of that concept. Mm-hmm. What if that, what if we were trapped in that room for the whole movie? Right. And then you get 1408 with whatever, like, you know, the short story. And then Sam Jackson and Cusick, I think, did the film right. adaptation. Right, yeah, I saw that. Love, yeah. The way they used, love the way they used that Carpenter song. I've only just begun <laughs> I love that movie. As yeah, the radio melts, as the radio melts, yeah. the song distorts in the background. I like, oh! <laughs> I like the scene when he was in the post office and he started uh, the sledgehammer. <laughs> it came down and turned into the room i was like yo that's awesome yeah the, the visual transitions in that are really really cool <laughs> yeah it, it's it's you can definitely see where like some of the stuff nolan did with inception later kind mm-hmm. of stole ideas like yeah. that with like cool visual flash like that but uh but yeah i know like with the shining uh yeah tons of iconic shots like uh there's really cool shot is is there's a shot where it's an overhead shot Mm-hmm. And it's like Jack Nicholson's looking at the maze and Kubrick has taken the time to composite an overhead shot. And then you've got these two 
people down inside that tiny little maze moving around, and it looks like he's watching them moving in real time. It's one of the freakiest shots in The Shining. It just blows my mind every time I watch it. And like, especially you're watching it in high definition, you really see that in the middle center yeah. frame. There they are, and you can just hear their voices like, oh, Danny, yeah, and we'll do this. And he's just watching them, and you're just like, spooky, even though it's <laughs> not really like actively scary. It's weird. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. The Overlook is such a wacky, dimensionally bent place. Everything is so weird there. Mm-hmm. And the way Flanagan went back to it in Doctor Sleep was just amazing because it, 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 that's a hard thing to do. Like, I'm going to go yeah. and shoot the Overlook again and everybody's like, ah, piss venom. And there's Kubrick loyalists who can't stand Doctor Sleep and they go at it and they rip on it. And really, like, whatever, piss on them, man. Mm-hmm. Like, McGregor, I thought was amazing too. Like, you know, Ferguson is a very strong foil to him. And they're great because mm-hmm. they're foils. They were both so great. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're such awesome foils. The way that so good. Like, like a lot of people are like, oh, it's her. And it's it's no, it's 2049 all over again for me. Two amazing foils. A guy yep. versus a girl, and they yep. got this amazing head-to-head. They're equals. Yep. And there's such an amazing yep. competition between these two equals on whatever plane they're operating on, right? Yeah. Two replicants yeah. in 2049. Yeah. Here it's like two supernaturally, you know powered individuals right you know right and just yeah. like even when he goes at her with the axe you can tell danny is just he's not the normal guy because he mm-hmm. actually drives the axe into her shoulder a few inches but mm-hmm. rose is just so ridiculously pumped on the steam at that point there's no chance she just shoulders the like thing and then grabs the axe pushes it back kind of goes well that's impressive but you're a little weak, I see. <laughs> kind of goes at him a little bit at, after that, and it's kind of rough for him. But then he releases the boxes, and you get that bomber ending. Mm-hmm. They're starving. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, he, uh, he, he went back to where Kubrick had been, and you know it, he made it look dilapidated, but he maintained the integrity yeah. of his amazing anamorphic shots. Like, the hotel looks very similar to what it did, but it's run down a bit now it's not quite the same place but it's close enough sure a lot better than stephen king's own miniseries version of the shining <laughs> yeah i, never I, thought, saw I that. like the mini i thought the miniseries the miniseries is good it, it like tried it. to it tried to go more for it. the book aesthetic yeah you know? it was more yeah, yeah. yeah i like it, it. it was the idea. i like it a lot of like people it. say stephen weber didn't do too bad you know he wasn't jack no Nelson, he was, but he yeah. was okay Mm-hmm. And it's like, maybe. I guess some people couldn't swallow the wings guy going crazy and killing his family, maybe. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, Weber's not a bad actor. Cause, no, uh, not at all. Not at you know, all. What I like about the miniseries is, though I love the movie, it was, like you said, more faithful to the book where, you know, in the yeah. in the movie, he just kind of was almost yeah. right away. Because mm-hmm. it was a miniseries, but you were able to see more of the descent yeah. into madness and the and the overlook, you know, bringing to him and more of the damage, oh, yeah. you know, marriage mm-hmm. too. It kind of expanded it a bit. Mm-hmm. And you're, I've only you're seen right. it once. Oh, yeah, but you're right to defend it because actually King's miniseries, they tend not to be too bad. I, I do no. like his mini. If we're, we're talking horror, Even let's the go. bad ones I enjoy. Yeah. It's Stephen yeah. King. I'm yeah. like, all right, I'm going to enjoy this. I don't give a shit. Because, <laughs> I mean, I mean I, I've given enough. You know, I've blown up the Shining's tires enough here. I mean, whatever. I'll talk about those because, uh, you know, 
those uh, those uh, miniseries are actually pretty good. There's some really, like you just said, Dave. There are some ones that are decent, and I do. I liked the Tommyknockers with the alien ship buried underground. Oh man, that was good. It's infecting <laughs> the people's brains in town, and they'll turn into alien zombies or whatever. And the Seven aliens. Years. Yeah, it was, it was cool. I liked it. Uh, the Stand. Wow. Yeah. Captain Trips, man. And they're new, <laughs> making a new one right now too. I heard. Yep, yep. And uh, yep. I'm looking forward to that because I liked the original one. Jake Flag was cool, man. That was awesome. The Devil <laughs> Come to Life. Party in Vegas with me, guys. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> Satan's going to burn society down one human at a time. Uh, <laughs> it was, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, yeah, but it's just, you know, his miniseries is definitely, there were some good ones, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I definitely thought, uh, what was it? If I was going to say, stay in the King Arena, um, what the heck is it? The one with Kathy Bates, right? Uh, misery, um, misery. Misery, yes. There it is, there it is. Yeah, now that's a good horror movie. It's mm-hmm, psycholo- yeah. entirely psychological yeah. and construction again. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, similar to The Shining, this operates all on you know, people turning on each other and, you know, the darkness mm-hmm. of humanity yeah. itself. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the part where she, you know, puts the, like, the board between his feet, ties him in oh, and yeah. just typewriter bash you know Munching, just thinking about it <laughs> i mean uh, that's some crunch, that's a crunchy moment where you kind of get yeah. your teeth i mean that's mm-hmm. a horror yeah. movie right there doing its thing yeah. you know yeah shock shock again <laughs> and i'll say that right there that's that's cool i'll pass it off on that yeah i was gonna yeah. i don't know if uh it's hard for me to point out like the scariest horror movie but i think my favorite one i I think the the best one was probably probably the thing still all right and i i was trying to think there's some other like other movies uh, of newest ones i know you're gonna uh talk about hereditary i already think that was one of the the best ones yeah i'll get to that next (laughs) and uh especially the more recent ones i it's not just body horror i think it's also uh, horror films that have a certain like there's like an invisible force or like some kind of spirit yeah. or some possession that's going on but you can't see it and yeah. you're not sure how it's exactly it's affecting people but it can kind of make people go crazy it can cause kind of these supernatural events to happen uh, you, you just don't know it's things can be unexpected and uh, so yeah it's um, so I, right. I think that's kind of, in terms of like my favorite or most effective horror movies, uh, you know, it's either The Thing or something like um, like a supernatural horror where it's kind of an entity. There was actually a movie called The Entity that was pretty freaky too with uh, Barbara Hershey back in the early 80s. Have you uh, seen The she's... Void, Ryan? Have you seen The Void? I have seen The Void. Movie. Yeah, that, I like that's, it. Cool that, that's a good one with body mm-hmm. horror. Lovecraft mm-hmm. elements in there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed That's the void. You know, for, for low budget movie, it was it was yeah. good. It was really mysterious. We weren't sure yes. what was going to happen. Use and that pra- ending, Ooh, mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Use practical effects pretty well too. Yes. And, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the void was solid. Any one of the I was I just saw a, like a thing on YouTube about like top ten, I think sci fi horror films, and uh, the void was the void was on there, and. Yeah, usually uh, movies like that, I'm really, I'm really down with as long as they're done, done well. Done well, yeah, uh, of course. Yeah, use the budget right. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, uh, like, I think Dave mentioned it earlier, uh, The Final Girls, what an amazing love letter to slashers. Yeah, that's a good and, movie. Yeah. And I mean, and I loved Malin Ackerman. She was so great in that movie. Mm-hmm. She's like, she's really pretty. I mean, it's not hard to look at her in a movie, but mm-hmm. she was really good. Like, she did. She's like, very, very good. Her, her and all the other supporting players who played, like, the the, the counselors or whatever right yeah, and, yeah. They, and the kids themselves even their interactions like it was just really well done like the script yeah. was hammered out nice oh. there was lots of excellent satirical digs into like mm-hmm. slasher films and and just just the way it composed itself for a small budget film was just astounding like uh was it i think it's that Tessa farmenga she's a girl to look out for man she was a really cool as like the kind of like the, the young lead uh, her sister i think vera is like in the Godzilla movie, I think, recently there, wasn't she? I think she's in some horror movies too. She was, I think, in one of like the Conjuring films. Yeah. Or, uh, yes. Yeah. 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 And yeah. so was so was Tasa actually. She's she was in that spinoff one, wasn't the she? Nun. The Nun recently. The Nun was like a spinoff of the Conjuring or Insidious or something like that, maybe. Yeah. Uh, no, wasn't wasn't the mom um, Norman Bates's mom in the Base Motel series? Yeah, that's also where she was too. Vera's got two. She's got two major yeah. credits like that. Mm-hmm. I think she might have even shown up in American Horror Story too. Actually, she's pretty oh, busy. Okay. With horror, she's pretty busy in horror movies and horror genre stuff quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And it looks like Taste is kind of getting into that a bit herself too. So I mean, yeah, hopefully they're new scream queens because I like those girls. All <laughs> right. <laughs> just all I right. mean, so um. For my scariest horror movie, as I've hinted on before, I mean, Pet Cemetery and Polar Ghost Raptor when I was kids, but for in terms of modern, because as an adult, nothing really scares me other mm-hmm. than uh, paying rent and um, <laughs> <laughs> but, adulting, um, adulting, 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 and uh, but uh, Hereditary fucked me up pretty good. Yeah, Hereditary. I mean, I even knew friends. <sighs> friends of mine who watched it and they wouldn't even it was like in their head for weeks it was the same thing with me i had read about it um i'm like all right this looks interesting i bought it digitally and like voodoo mm-hmm. was on sale for like i don't know eight ten bucks i'm like all right whatever it's cheaper than a movie ticket right whatever and i was as always i was really hyped up for a horror movie i'm like you know what let's finally watch hereditary right before mm-hmm. it was i don't know nine ten o'clock i'll watch a horror movie before bed <laughs> <laughs> it won't face you know, I me. shut the lights off I had my phone on mute barely looking at it you know barely looking at it I'm like alright I was really, just really hyped up I'm like okay I started watching I'm like ah, scariest movie of the year alright whatever <laughs> sure and um yeah that movie was a two hour panic attack <laughs> it was like you were talking about like foreboding like you felt pressure the whole movie and there was some stuff visually, you know, of course, I don't want to ruin anything. Uh, there was stuff some visually, um, just even the themes of family and then mm-hmm. the demonology that stuff was involved. That shit stuck with me. Yeah. I mean, I have friends of mine, they won't even let me send them hereditary gifts or memes. They want nothing to do with it. They're like, Dave, don't even put that movie back in my head. <laughs> I read so many articles on the background it really got me mm-hmm. have i watched it again no <laughs> no i have not i come close i'm like eh. <laughs> maybe, maybe in the middle of the day maybe i'll watch it but it was yeah oh, what's your name the freaking oh hold on i should have 
Tony Collette. Was the, yeah, Tony yeah. Collette was. She was I don't phenomenal. know how she win an award for that. Speaking Just because it's a horror movie, getting, really. Like, yeah. is, you know. But that, yeah. The 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 sets the the writing um the mood like you felt there were a couple parts where my hair going in dropped my jaw in disbelief um i know there were people that were not affected by it good for them i don't know if they were half watching playing with their phone but if you haven't watched it over here dave over here dave i think it's on prime it was good (laughs) but it was just it didn't it didn't you know it didn't knock me over Fair enough, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I said, maybe I was just in the mood for it. I just watched it. Yeah, watched it at the right time. As I talk like freaking Elmer Fudd. Uh, <laughs> it was um, for me. I got it. Maybe it was right place, right time, or wrong place, right time. That movie. Yeah, uh, movie got yeah. me pretty good. Perfect so, storm uh, of elements. Perfect yeah. storm. You know, sometimes you just get in the mood for something, and whether and it yeah. just. Because mm-hmm. that's a good. That's a good lead-in, man. I want to talk about it's, a movie actually now. I got one to mention. It's, yeah, it's, it's a it's a modern entry here that actually has actually made me it, it made me tilt back and go ooh I like this mm-hmm. and I wasn't really familiar with this this guy's material before and it was and it was the adaptation there Lovecraft's Color Out of Space I was yeah, never good. I was never a Lovecraft guy before this I I, had, really I, I I knew Lovecraft was kind of an inspiration behind Thing and Alien with the body mm-hmm. horror and aliens you know that are a uber threat you know from outer space and you know some of the things that they get into with at the mountains of madness i think that's where prometheus goes into some of that similar stuff mm-hmm. but like this whole lovecraft thing was something i had never really been familiar with mm-hmm. and then I, I i watched that movie and i it's kind of like the way dave was saying he reacted to hereditary i sat back and i was like ooh, yeah and then, like Nicolas Cage too and I'm like ooh I like him in horror <laughs> movies so oh, I'm looking forward to this and and like but it was surprisingly enough the girl who played the 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 young girl who played his daughter the witch mm-hmm. like she's the wiccan or whatever and yeah. she was a really interesting character she really drew me into the movie mm-hmm. I was really interested in like her interactions with the, like she seems kind of like the viewpoint character when her parents d- depart to town it follows a lot around her interacting with her brothers and the, the way that the visual frame just starts to get denser and you see things start to yeah more more really weird, gorgeous yeah weird mm-hmm. stuff like you see like weird flowers starting to appear in the trees yeah. and the environment becomes so, like very not like not normal like things are coming out of that well that are not right like the mm-hmm. land is growing diseased and weird and yeah it's just the way that movie yeah. draws you in it's just like like you get to that ending bit where like they're in the house and it's just like that that color the 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 hot purple color that yeah. represents the like the energy or whatever it's everywhere and just the madness of the ending it's just madcap mm-hmm. like the- the, you've got Nicolas Cage going full Nicolas Cage in that ending <laughs> sequence and and I mean it's creepy and weird and bizarre. And the scenes with the mutation, I was like, oh, yes, man. the wife upstairs. That was it was so made, unsettling. It, it made me oh, think yeah. of like when they were looking at oh. her, it was like when they were looking at the thing creatures mutated yeah. out of their mm-hmm. so similar, very similar. Man. And, and yeah, like that was the, super the kid, disturbing. The kid in yeah, the back, was, and he's recessing, and he's like, ah, help yeah. me. And oh, it was like, man. I loved how just it, it, un, it unsettled I'd me so about well. That. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. It just, that, movie, <laughs> that movie was awesome, man. Yeah. I, 
I am yeah. so into seeing Lovecraft Country. I watched the premiere episode they put on YouTube, I think, but I haven't gone any further, but it was pretty yeah, good I'm beginning. Two episodes in, I liked what I watched. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. It was good from what I saw. And I mean, I I hope, I think they're doing another Lovecraft movie right now. I, I know a fella who talks to me on Worlds of Tomorrow and he was talking about, I think they got another movie in the works or something from a Lovecraft adaptation. Mm. I think I got an yeah, old Lovecraft. Lots of love for Lovecraft lately, yeah. or the cult I, of love, or I, I've got an old Lovecraft <laughs> movie actually too from the '80s. I think that I'm slating to watch here sooner or later, and it has uh, Jeffrey Combs, who people might know from I wonder Star. Wonder if I say one I saw on Prime. Wonder if we're talking about the same movie. Uh, What's geez, it called? It's on my hard drive here. I can check it out. Oh, it's on your hard drive. <laughs> well, it's just I got it right. The desktop's right here. I'll just check. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the 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 body horror part in uh, oh yeah, color out of space that was like what, yeah, I, I was... remember I was just like kind of enjoying it up to that point point, and then when it happened, it's always like not only the visuals, but it's always like the disturbing audio too. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, well, yeah, it's always okay. Yeah. It's uh, from beyond. Yeah, yeah. That's oh what yeah, that's called. <laughs> and it's this this one. this fella gets a signal from space, and it's got a similar kind of aesthetic to color of yeah, space. It's, yeah, that's on. That's funny. I was looking at that. <laughs> and he plugs it into a machine, and he creates this, <laughs> and, and it starts creating an organism from like that's what funny. he's doing. I added that to my uh, yeah. watch list on Shutter and it's a couple just days ago. Because I mean, after <laughs> color out of space, as soon as I seen anything with Lovecraft on that's it, I mean, funny. sold. So bring that on because like yeah this the lovecraft stuff seems really interesting it, it's more of the interesting body horror elements we discussed earlier and it's yeah you know, i'd mm-hmm. like to know more about this writer i mean he's been around forever but i haven't really checked him out too much but it's <laughs> neat to know that he has been around and he's got some pretty cool stuff out there hopefully they adapt more of it and i mean yeah, he's you know, pretty hot right now so <laughs> i mean color out of space seemed to be a real hot ticket movie so hopefully it gets more attention in the future for lovecraft yeah i um, guess this stuff wasn't popular back when he was writing it it didn't become oh, popular until no. much later yeah but, but i uh, suppose even with mary shelley's frankenstein which is contemporary right same thing it just it and dracula they, they weren't well known to the audiences mm-hmm. of the period it's more us as the modern audiences that really yeah, right. created whole mythologies around the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just cool to know Speaking the Lovecrafts of, um, there. One of my favorite Lovecraft uh, homages is uh, In the Mouth of Madness. Mm, yeah. Huge. Yeah. Huge fan. Do you read Sata Kane? It was, um, <laughs> I saw that movie completely by accident. It was, uh, we're younger. It was me and a, uh, couple friends and the freaking um couple friends of mine they wanted to fucking go watch like i don't know like fried green tomatoes or sisterhood of i don't know some oh come on really date <laughs> movies and me i mean my friend like, i don't watch that shit let's like let's go watch in the mouth of man it's like holy <laughs> shit that was awesome <laughs> really liked it some really cool um creatures sam neill's always uh always good um, yeah, if I want to watch like a bunch of weird horror movies, just go through Sam Neill's yeah. filmography. <laughs> yeah, well, you were talking about it earlier, man. Event yeah. Horizon, I mean, skinless Sam Neill. <laughs> I mean, you a lot of popular audiences would say, hey, he's Dr. Grant. No, man, look him up. Yeah. Check out the Omen movies and tell me who he is after that. <laughs> Damien's here. <laughs> Even like Daybreakers. He was in Daybreakers. Place. 
Yeah, yeah right. He's one of the vampires. Yeah. Right. Uh, what is it? Who else is in that? Hawks with it in him with it or something? Ethan Hawke, right? I think. Yeah. 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 Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah that's a good that's movie. A cool movie too. Yeah. It was cool how it, it it turned the thing around. It was like the vampires seeing it from their side of things. Yeah, it was a good twist. It went even farther than the blade thing, where it went mm-hmm. right into the society of vampires. What if you were in yeah. there? Right. Mm-hmm. And it did it a lot better than the ham-fisted underworld movies. Good lord. Yeah. <laughs> those yeah, are like, like, you know, like they're they're fun. They're they fun, are. but they're not really very good horror movies. They're more no. action. Yeah. They're more action to the core. Action. Yeah. 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 It's really just Kate Beckinsale. I mean, I'll admit yeah, that's why I watched them. <laughs> yeah, it's the same problem with Resident <laughs> Evil. It's just a showcase movie for no, those a female are action. Terrible. Star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But Dave, some people would say the same as what you just said before. They Fair love enough. them. Fair <laughs> enough. They're wrong. <laughs> I don't know, but it, it, you would you can definitely say Paul Anderson and uh, you know the other director. You know, they both kind of just turned it into an action franchise. Yeah. Which is yeah. sad because I mean, a Resident Evil movie done atmospherically could be an astoundingly freaky movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it kind of pushes too much of that horror element. Not a, not enough horror element where it's just more action, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. look, Alice ran down a building and blew up a guy, and yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not exactly the uh, didn't exactly capture the feel of the games. Well, even with the underworld, yeah. I mean, at least at the start, it wasn't too bad. But like some of the later sequels, it just oh really yeah, it got, yeah, it's, of it tracked crazy. It was like what. <laughs> yeah. How many times is this bloodline going to come back? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what happens. Anytime you get movies, usually once you get past three, I mean, it's going to get crazy. Yeah, five different kinds of hybrids. It was getting a little yeah. nuts at the end there. It's like, <laughs> okay, he's the other hybrid who's the opposite, <laughs> the anti-hybrid. And I, I just couldn't make sense out of it anymore. The first one was no. easy. Uh, Bill Nye was actually rather charming as the bad guy in the first couple. Mm-hmm. I, whenever they went to that thing where it was like the prequel with the Lycan War, ah, it just yeah, kind of fell man. It fell yeah. off a bit there. Like the acting just wasn't as good, I guess, maybe. No. Because yeah, the, right. the first two weren't too bad. I mean, what was the yeah. second one? Evolution, I think. Maybe. Think you're right. Yeah. I mean, whatever. They, they, it was I'm all right. Track. No. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever. They're, but good they, movies just, they're good movies to throw on and. Yeah, don't you can't think too hard about them no. though. They start no. to come apart on Not you a little. <laughs> I thought the Silent Hill movie did a better job of adapting. Oh my god, yeah, video game. What a great mm-hmm. movie! Yeah, yeah a lot was, of people yeah. like that. It did what the Resident Evil movies failed yeah. to do. It actually mm-hmm. captured like the atmosphere used, of the game. Um, they used music from the game. Yeah, same um, composer. Yeah, same mm-hmm. composer. Um, they even used like some camera shots that were just from the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, the beginning portion when she first gets to Silent Hill, like when she walks, it does the same like beginning overhead camera, and then with yeah, the yeah. demon kids. I'm like, this and yeah. the siren gets me every time. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. it was so cool seeing that in a you know in a live action movie. Mm-hmm. And the the school was cool. Like even had the you know the little um, the visual. He was like, I was trying to get a picture of when I was rewatching it. Like, there was the hopscotch and the yeah. alternate world. Like, it should, like, instead of the numbers, one said he- heaven at the end and hell on the other. Yeah, right, right. Little touches. I'm like, oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they did a good job with that. Yeah. yeah. Did they ever do any sequels or was it just a one off with that? Yeah, the sequel wasn't, it was kind of disappointing. Mm. I've only seen it once, but I don't remember not being impressed. 
That's kind of yeah. like Starship Troopers when they went to the second movie. It was just like, no. what the hell? Awful. Or Mortal Kombat, too. Same thing. Anderson, oh, God, he gave it to some yeah. other director, and it was just like a mess, man. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. I expected so much more from Shao Kahn instead. Yeah. Well, yeah. well we got <laughs> what we got. <laughs> Awful. Yeah. All right. I'm just glad Scorpion so. died in the first one. <laughs> Dude. You didn't have to suffer no the inglorious talking scorpion on this podcast. There is no you shit. Over, you can get over there. Right? <laughs> oh, hey, that's why. That's why I. Hey, that's why I said it was good that he died because he didn't need to suffer oh. the inglorious fate of being in that terrible fucking sequel. <laughs> Actually, no, dude. Uh, I was totally pissed. Johnny Cage killed him, man. That was bullshit. Johnny Cage is like some jumped up Bruce Lee who's white. <laughs> I mean, what Scorpion's the hell? Undead, so Scorpion <laughs> is like a, he's, a zo- he's a zombie. <laughs> he's like a wraith, man, a specter. Yeah. yeah. Come over here. Video game characters. <laughs> All right. I guess this will probably be multiple choice, multiple answer because there's eight thousand. Sure, we could choose from. Oh yeah. Um, I guess what are your favorite horror movie? Flicks, franchises, I don't know. We'll try to just keep bouncing ideas off each other so we're both, all three of us aren't talking for three hours. Um, mm-hmm. I don't even know where to fucking start. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm a... Obviously, I'm the old school. I'm a slasher guy. Mm-hmm. So, Elm Street and Friday 13th are probably my favorites. Yeah. Um, Halloween, I dig. Um, the Saw movies... Jeez, <laughs> uh, I like I liked the first three, but after that, I just gave up on them. I stopped. I yeah. stopped paying attention mm-hmm. after that. Jigsaw just came back way too many times. Yeah, the latest one I thought was pretty good. Jigsaw did a good job, kind of reinventing the wheel a bit, or the trapezoid, or the yeah, I, yeah. I, I did. Is that the one? That's the reinventing one with the, the trap. Is it with the with the laser collars or whatever at the end? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. That was pretty yeah, like good. That I yeah, didn't mind good. that. I got to yeah. admit. I need to rewatch that. The Daybreakers directors directed that one too. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh I want to say the Stra- no, not Strauss Brothers. No, it's, it's Strauss Strauss Brothers, I, I believe. I did not know that. Yeah. The guys who did Requiem. That's why it was so solid. Yeah. They were the guys who did Requiem, man. Wow. They've gotten a lot better over the years, eh? That's good. Good for them. <laughs> mm-hmm. They've uh, elevated themselves quite a bit. I mean, you, you could tell that Requiem was going for slasher vibes, but Jesus, the like design of that movie was weird, man. <laughs> it's just like you're trying to shove Dawson's Creek together with like something that should happen in space. <laughs> I could never put two and two together, I guess, because I just blank Requiem from my mind. That's the same fucking people. No fucking way. The Strauss brothers. Are no, I'm sorry, Spearing, Spearing brothers, not the Strauss oh, brothers. Oh, Thank okay. God. Yeah. I was like, man, they must have really oh. went, they went up like rocketing skills yeah. man yeah yeah no it's wow. uh Spearig brothers are australian uh brother they uh they directed predestination not a horror yeah. movie but it's a fantastic movie that movie was fucked that's yeah. a great mystery <laughs> it's a great mystery movie though oh. mm-hmm. cool that temporal ending. twist cool sci-fi that, temporal twist too, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that ending wtf yeah, oh, man. I know. It's you like, just sit wait, back and what? you go, really? The whole time? Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember I posted somewhere on social media. I was watching it and someone went to, went to me. That ending, that's all I got to say. I'm like, all right, whatever, man. And afterwards, <laughs> I went, oh, fuck me. <laughs> yeah. Well. I know. You know, um, <laughs> you were talking. 
clever joke there. We're dropping, <laughs> we're dropping in names about stuff. Uh, what is it? Uh, the Dark Side of the Moon. It's a pretty low-rent video feature, but it's pretty good for a small budget, actually, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it uh, what was it? I think that's, like, old school. Like, it's, like, back when, you know, uh, VHS brand, like, Vidmark, right? You know, like, <laughs> super <laughs> 80s to the max. But, yeah, yeah this oh, yeah. Is, actually, is actually pretty surprising because, uh, what is it, uh, in the cast, it's Joe Turkle is, like, the science guy, like, mm-hmm. the lead medical officer, and it's, yeah, like it's Joe Turkle, the guy who played, you know, he's like Mr. Tyrell himself. So it was really yeah. neat that he was in this movie. And it's, you know, most of the other actors, I really didn't know who they were. But right. the movie itself had this really cool thing where it was like the devil was on their ship because they go into the dark side of the moon. And, and it's like this parallel where it's like the Bermuda Triangle exists on the backside of the moon in the same place, right? So whenever they pass over this region on the lunar surface, their signals go all wonky, shit gets weird, and shit gets fucked. Like, I mean, people get took over, and it's Mm -hmm. like, turns out the devil's loose on their spaceship because they meet this space shuttle. They go check it out. They meet this, find this dead crewman, and he has this weird parasite in his gut, jumps into this other guy, and he's every you keep seeing crew people pop up up with yellow eyes and they use this really effective minimalism with darkened rooms mm-hmm. whenever the devil comes he's like you know like the room the rooms are all well lit on the spaceship normally and then the room will be dark and he'll be yeah. like i've come for your soul and it's just like <laughs> oh it's pretty cool you know this kind of jumps it body jumps as it slowly takes out different people in the crew and i mean it's an old one i recently went back and watched it again and i was surprised other than the fact that the space shuttle is the size of a goddamn warehouse mm-hmm. <laughs> it was uh the yeah. ship they're on was actually pretty cool like the character play was interesting enough i mean you know i mean they were b-movie actors so it wasn't the greatest thing ever but it seemed effective like you know it it was you know you were interested enough and whenever the devil turned up and it had this cool body horror element like i think there's this one part where there's like the one girl in the crew and it goes kind of slashery for a minute because she mm-hmm. she pops her top off and tries to seduce the doctor who's turkle and he's like and it was funny because they must have used a body double because he, he's <laughs> like he's like kissing her chest or whatever goes down and he's getting down towards her like waistline and then as he gets to the stomach it's like there's this triangle cuts in the victims always and it's like you know six 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 the devil right so it's that <laughs> devil triangle this like thing comes out of his like her guts open up the thing comes out like her it was like normal and healed but then just boom this parasite pops out grabs his head drags it in and then he gets possessed <laughs> I by hate the when devil. that happens yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i happens. thought it was always ruins the night <laughs> yeah i thought that was pretty funny though because it was just you know it just it does this really effective like you know freak out thing where it's like you know the thing jumps into a different person, then they got to try and figure out who the next one is, who it got in. Like you say, it's got this possession element. Speaking of, have you guys seen The Hidden, another 80s gem? Uh, you know what? I don't mm. think I have seen that one. The mm. Hidden? The Hidden. Highly, highly recommend. Me and my, my uh, a friend of mine watched it uh, I think I was a few reading, months ago. I think I was reading Fucking the IM. Awesome. I think I was reading the IMBD awesome, about awesome, it. Awesome. IMDB about it, it's, and it said, it was, yeah. I think good, it was the first good, good. movie that did that with, um, you know, a creature hidden going from person to person. Every time it would possess someone, they'd do something, you know, yeah, not to their personality. Like, he just, regular people, like a banker or a car salesman. I don't want to say anymore, but 
Right. Highly recommend. Well written. Um, funny moments. Original. I mean, it's, oh, it's got Kyle McLaughlin in it. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's been every t every horror sci-fi TV show has used an episode like it. Highly recommend. Okay. Nice. Yeah. What was it? Um, did you have you guys seen that? It's a newer one. I think it's uh, Liev Schreiber. I think he was the lead on that uh, Last Days on Mars or whatever. Yeah, that was good. That had like a that body body horror element yeah. with the microorganisms that infect people. Mm-hmm. And that was stuff. good. It, you know what? That felt like a okay, uh, What is it? We were talking about Ferguson earlier there, and uh, she was in Life. Okay, the way that the way that the Last Days on Mars plays out with the plot elements, with like mm-hmm. it getting into their suits and getting into them. That's what I thought life was going to be like. Yeah. That's what I thought life was going to be like. It was going to be getting inside them. And that instead you get a floppy space jellyfish. Yeah. And I just, whatever. At least Ryan Reynolds died early. That was the, the most, best part, honestly. It, it, was. Was, such, it was so <laughs> it was. ridiculous to watch him die, too. It's like, is it crawling down his throat? Oh, so he's yeah. choking. Yeah. So he's kind of cho- disturbing. Like, so what's it doing? Yeah, it was. That, it so was he's, choking, pretty, pretty on, death. So he's yeah. choking on raw, uncooked jellyfish. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, it just, it didn't, there was no freakiness. There was no tension ever in that movie for me, ever. No. Mm. I, I felt really flat the whole time. No. And then it got to I the mean, ending, was... and he was like, no. <laughs> in the space pod at the end, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm glad this is over now. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was okay. It was, it was like right. just, it was like this also ran with like like a really low rent alien. It was like yeah. it was like if they used the beach ball from Dark Star in Alien. You know what yeah. I mean? You know what I mean? That's what it felt like to me. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm hard on life, but I just I didn't. It, I think enough. I think I had expectations for the movie. Like I just said, I thought it was going to be some sort of microbial thing, like. His, his glove would rip and it would get in him. And then the black guy would slowly infest the rest of the crew or something. Yeah. See, on the no. other side of that, I thought Underwater was awesome. Oh, yeah. That was good. That was good. Mm-hmm. I thought it was. It wasn't the most uh, original thing, but it the, was. Um, it it maintained the it tension was, so well. It maintained the tension. Um, Used the darkness Kristen Stewart, of the water. Kristen Stewart was awesome. I thought she needs to do more action movies. Yeah. That's a girl. This is like she was. Um, pretty good in the movie she did with um, uh, I think with Eisenberg um, the spy movie I thought was very uh, American Ultra she was pretty good yeah action uh, not counting the Charles Mo- Angels reboot we won't talk about that one but <laughs> action movies is her lane she was awesome yeah you know what there's um, a there's another the movie, movie like the, the atmosphere and underwater was great like you could tell mm-hmm. it was it had some good tension I didn't get scared really much but it was like creatures were cool it was tense. really well made. Like you could tell like, a well lot made. of money. Money. They made. Used, yeah. uh, the way they yeah. used the darkness of the depths, the way that yes. the camera recedes, the yes. light recedes away from the yeah. lens. Mm-hmm. Can't yeah. see play out that, there. Play that you, movie you, loud you or with surround headphones. Cause the atmosphere yeah. is wonderful. Oh yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Any sci-fi horror <laughs> movies that Natalie Portman wants to do, they should say, no, we're going to no. <laughs> take Kristen yeah, just... Stewart instead. <laughs> or, or someone oh, else, but please, yeah. Queen, annihilation! Queen, what a Queen snooze! Phone it in. <laughs> annihilation! What God. a snooze-worthy movie! God, it's <laughs> yeah, so um... boring. There was some disturbing, like Annihilation had there a, were. the bear, the, the bear. There's that part that was kind of quick, but when they look, there's a guy on yeah, the that wall, part was creepy as shit. And, with the and he's like bear. S- sort of like splat, not splattered, but he's sort of like. Ex- uh, his body was kind of ripped apart and mutated on the wall. 
you could see like uh, uh it's like in this pool it's an empty pool and they walk in and look at it and they're like what is this and it's actually a guy that got like yeah heart but that was cool yeah it's uh i don't know if a lot of people remember that but to me that part stuck out like that was a body horror part that i was really like oh my gosh what happened to these guys you know what was cooler though that video that video from oh yeah yeah, yeah. the start yeah event horizon event horizon's little video snap of what happened in hell i uh, want more I want more of that. Show yeah. more of that. <laughs> yeah. I guess a lot of that footage was lost in a studio vault, tragically, but there was yeah. more of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The video on Annihilation 2 was scary when the Oscar Isaac's character cuts open the guy's stomach and you can yeah. see like yeah. his intestines are moving around in there. There were moments, like, yeah. Yeah. but yeah. it's just but, there's so much downtime in Annihilation. Yeah. It just kills me right off. Yeah. I fell asleep. Yeah. not... I fell asleep a few times watching it. Yeah. Like, not, I, at least to me, at least not well done downtime. Like I love the, I'm fine with a quiet, slow, tense moment. That's but right. It just, it just felt like it was quiet to be quiet. Like it didn't really go right. anywhere. Yeah. Right. I mean, it meant I, nothing. I haven't watched it in a while, so maybe I'll revisit it. But um, the, you know what, you know what crushed me a lot too was the pacing was bonkers. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah. walk, they walk into the bubble and then it goes into a flashback. Mm. What? Why didn't it yeah. just walk into the bubble and then just cut to her waking up in the tent in the morning? Not yeah. a flashback to her and her husband. It kept yeah. cutting, it kept yeah, cutting right. back to the interview and stuff too. Like they should have had the interview at the ending. Yeah. Cause it just, the pacing was bonkers. It just stopped breaks continuously. Yeah, that's a good point. And it kept knocking me off my feet. I was bored. Just, Alex oh. Garland has a very, uh, was what do you call it a very deliberate pretentious pacing a very pretentious what? yeah pretentious <laughs> and uh deliberate pacing to yeah his i liked movies. Debs though i i did like Debs. i did like do mm-hmm. i did, did like x machina too oh, there, I, you, know? you, you guys know me tv shows i completely forgot i was watching Debs. <laughs> <laughs> there's part for I, listeners for you people who don't know i'm a huge movie person mm-hmm. i'll watch a couple movies but tv shows I know it's because I just work so much. I just can't deal with the commitment, which isn't a problem relationships, just with TV shows. <laughs> it's I'll start countless shows. I've loved three, four episodes in half a season, two seasons done. Yeah. Never go back to it. I'm the same. Never, like, yeah. Countless, but movies fine. I'll yeah. I'd rather watch a movie, dissect it or shut my brain off or get locked in. Fine. I'll watch two movies in a row, but, I gotta watch three seasons. Twelve. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I'm watched. Not, I, I'm yeah, not I, a binger. Yeah, I, there I, are exceptions. There are exceptions. Sure. I washed out on but, one recently. What was it? Uh, the the one here. I suppose a lot of listeners, you know, seem to be probably big on. I imagine is uh, the uh, the Scotts project there, Raised by Wolves. I watched uh, the first couple episodes and I was just like, <clears throat> whatever. Walked away. <laughs> it just didn't matter to me. There was no creature horror. There was no body yeah. horror. We discussed yeah. body horror quite a bit here earlier in the cast, and mm-hmm. that's the problem here. This is just robots doing things with procreation, and there's some kind of monsters that come into it later, but it's all based out of human DNA, and I'm not interested in that. I'm sorry. I, I want a Lovecraft monster from space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, good. yeah, I there's fell off on it. Get um, distracted because I'm a big sports fan too movie person so it's like i don't i don't want to watch like there are of course exceptions um 
which I don't want to get into because I'll just get off. We'll get off on tangents, on tangents, on tangents. But uh, the boys, the boys, yeah, <laughs> boys, Mandalorian, Supernatural, blah blah blah. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, Cobra Kai, just, Cobra Kai. Um, <laughs> but I'm just, I just rather sit down, watch some sports or a movie, or play video games. Speaking of which, <laughs> oh, horror scary games. video games. Yeah. Mm. Let's talk scary video games since we're all gamers. Um, just to keep on theme, we'll eventually do an episode about Alien Isolation. Scary as shit. Yo, Terrifying. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. gosh. The first we Silent Hill, yeah. Resident Evil 1 and 2, mm-hmm. um, Dead Space, I got what else you guys got? I got one for you guys. Um, I played it a couple years ago with uh, my brother and a bunch of friends. It's like a team game. It's like The Forest. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that is that is very atmospheric. We're talking about like a army of like crazy zombies and thing type monsters coming at you in a darkened forest. You have yeah. to build shelters. You got to work as a team. You got to find food. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to survive when these things attack. You got to create defenses to survive them, and you have to investigate a mystery. That mm-hmm. This has to do with this this place you're trapped in while you're doing it. So, yeah. And uh, like, wow. Like some of those battles at night, like you're standing shoulder to shoulder with your friends. And you're like, Dude, they're coming. They're coming. And you got these <laughs> rampart, wooden rampart walls, and these zombie type creatures and thing monsters with big tentacles coming at you, trying to break <laughs> down these defenses. And then you like, you got to try not to go crazy at the same time. Cause you have to eat and sleep properly. So mm-hmm. you don't go mad. And cause you'll start yeah. to hear things and see things. And then you, see zombies that aren't there and you start to react mm-hmm. to things that aren't really happening. Interesting. So uh, it was a pretty cool horror game. I, I was sucked into it by them and uh, it was pretty fun. I was surprised. Yeah. The original doom games scared me when I was a kid. Mm. Um, those were, uh, yeah, it was, those had good tension in them. Um, more recent game. There's, there's one called Soma. That's a really, really good, uh, I mean, it's it's definitely got a horror element to it, but just the story is amazing. If I've you guys... heard a lot about that. Mm-hmm. And it's by Frictional Games, and they did the Amnesia games. They did uh, the Penumbra games, which are also very a lot of horror, uh, very very tense horror element to it too. But uh, yeah, those are, and I think David, I think you got you hit on the other games, you know. Dead Space, yeah. for sure. Silent Hill games, oh, yeah. yeah. Resident yeah. Evil, uh, yeah, they definitely scared me when I first started playing them. I felt Silent Hill was even more like horrifying. Yeah, I like the, like you were talking about, Mike, the psychological horror mm-hmm. is when it turned into the um, the alternate world, just some parts, or some right. parts even years later stuck in my head like a uh, you know, you'd hear a sound in a locker like a um, like a cat or something or whatever, and then you open a world and it's just nothing but freaking empty. It's just blood. Or yeah. Oh, um, a, I remember there... one with the in the school, like the plastic toy phone is ringing. You pick it up and it's like you're, uh, you know, someone on the other end. I'm like, this is bone chilling. <laughs> um, is it? Uh, I love the part where it's like you're you're in this room. And you're running around and you're running with this shotgun and you're running for your life and you, you, you have to stop, turn around, set up with the shotgun and aim. 
And in the amount of time it takes you, this thing opens up to kill you. You have time to make <laughs> yeah. that shot. That's it. Yeah. And I was blown away with that. I mean, I, I played the first Silent Hill quite a I think I beat it, actually. And I oh, played I played the first two Resident Evils. And I think I kind of fell off on both of those. I didn't really follow through on those series too much after mm-hmm. that. Because I was more of an RPG guy, but I did play yeah, those. Yeah. And they were really well composed. Like, good mm-hmm. games. Yeah. Like, I mean, the first Resident Evil, I remember running down a hallway... And suddenly a dog smashed through it on like, yeah, ah, old time classic video game moment. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think uh my brother was playing the fifth one there just in recent history with a friend there and there was a co-op mm-hmm. engine to it and it was really neat because you could go back and save your buddy from the horde or something if they got in yeah. trouble and mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I was reading um some synopsis on a I think it was pushsquare.com. They did a thing on the PlayStation um horror games and i'm like all right what am i gonna buy and never finish and resident evil i think it was seven biohazard sounded really cool it almost looked like it had a texas chainsaw type vibe to it i'm like hmm, this seems <laughs> cool yeah um what else I, know, I never finished it of course but there's this one game i don't know if it's on um pc or not but it's called you guys ever hear of until dawn it's Mm-mm. pretty much a control your own slasher movie Hmm. Yes, I know. It's amazing. I didn't play this game a million times. I know. It's, <laughs> myself. it's right up my alley. I need, have you, um, restart. Have, I need to restart it. Maybe I will do it during my, my little uh, vacation. It's have fucking you, awesome. Have you played it's, that uh, multiplayer? I think it's like, I think it's an MMO. Dead by Daylight? No. No, no, no. It's it's not Dead by Daylight. It's oh, uh, um, the Friday the 13th game that came out Yes, yeah. I, I was actually one of the original Kickstarters of that. Shocker. Oh, oh you nice. put money in for that? Yeah. Bravo yeah, to you. I'm, I didn't even know about it. I was so happy yeah. to hear that was made. Yeah. That's cool. I'm one of the reasons that game was funded. Thank you. I'm bowing. Nice. Remember, remember <laughs> let's go old school retro for a minute. Remember the old one for Nintendo? Oh, remember course. how bitch hard that game was? Yes. Man? Yep. Oh, yep. oh <laughs> memories, man. <laughs> you go right, fight Mrs. Barney's. Friday thirteenth. Keep the theme going before we end this because I've never this is my never spoken Friday thirteenth on podcast. So I want to do it. Let's talk Friday the thirteenth <laughs> at Nightmare on the Street before we uh we get out of here. So, what are your favorite movies in the franchise? What do you like about it? I don't know. Well, I'm not as much in the slasher films, surprisingly. Um, well, I, I got it. I yeah. got it. I'll catch this. Okay, uh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say catch the alley-oop. <laughs> I'll probably go with, if I'm going to talk about Friday movies, I'll go with, I, I'm going to pick two, okay? I'm going to go with, probably go with three and uh, six for sure. They're um, great because like they got, they got Jason operating in the formula mode, hockey mask, axes, machetes, your typical armament, you know, like he's going at these teenagers and, you know, it, it's cool, you know, I mean, the first one, it's really iconic with Mrs. Pamela Voorhees in there and everything, but I don't know, the third one, he, he acquires, the moment he acquires the hockey mask off of Jesse when he kills that kid and takes the mask off, and you're just like, <laughs> yay, no more baghead. <laughs> it's like, it's a cool transition because then you're just like, there's that red triangle and you're going to get to know it because you're going to see it way more. And, yeah. uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, three's definitely cool that way. Like he, he has that iconic, uh, you know, acquisition of the mask, and then six has some pretty cool stuff too. Like uh, his resurrection in his grave, like Frankenstein esque, where Tommy stabs mm-hmm. him with the, I think it's a 
piece of the like fence from the cemetery yeah. with the spikes or something. He spikes mm-hmm. him with it, walks away with his buddy. Okay, yeah, he's dead. I know he's dead. He's not <laughs> twitching. Zap. <laughs> It's alive, and then he's back, and then he just kills like I think he kills like the gravekeeper or something. Yeah, <laughs> just rips him apart. Yeah, <laughs> rips him apart, brutal. And uh, yeah, and six. I mean, that when he gets to the back to the camp later, they 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 really went all all out there. They had the kids in the camp, and the sheriff and the kids are trying to keep him safe. So I mean, it's really cool, you know. You get this element of. Uh, they're trying to protect something there actually in that one. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, it was kind of nice to see how they had something there where it was like the stakes were a little higher than just a bunch of teenagers getting killed this time. Right. Like, yeah. You actually have counselors who are protecting the campers this time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so. uh, uh, let's see here. I guess if I was going to switch over to the Freddy movies, I don't know, probably the first one and the third one. Because, uh, yeah, the first one, I mean, it's got those moments, you know, where it's, you get that part where Freddy's walking down the alley. He's dragging his, like, elongated arms. Oh, right, like, yeah. Metal. <laughs> or uh, the beginning where he's talking to Tina and he's like, Tina, Tina. <laughs> uh, and then the third one, I mean, it's got that Killer Dokken theme song, right? Dream Warriors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's some pretty cool stuff there too, actually. There's uh, a lot of really neat kills in that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, one part there where Freddie Freddie baits this one kid who's got the hots for some nurse or something, and he he plays the nurse and he's like just an illusion in like a shade version of the nurse, and then transforms back into Freddie and starts shoot, shoots these tongues that tie his arms up on the bed and then sucks him through the bed into hell or something i don't know it's oh, it's crazy yeah. man but it was, is so good yeah like just mm-hmm. the Dream fact Warriors that, is incredible yeah a lot they, of they, fans pick that as their favorite now oh yeah well uh the, the way they brought nancy back was very effective because yeah. um i was just recently watching those and the second movie it's not the worst thing in the world but it feels off track from where you were in the first movie mm-hmm. yeah. the way freddie interacts some of his kills they just seem different like he yeah, operates operates in a dreamscape very, very and different. this movie didn't really use the dreamscape as, as much like jesse mm-hmm. does dream but it doesn't feel the same like i don't know i guess maybe the first and third movies seem stronger because of nancy mm-hmm. yeah you know? i mean you yeah. rotate final girls in the friday movies whatever tommy's yeah. kind of a final girl of sorts but the actor changes so much it's hard to tell <laughs> but uh yeah but uh with the with the the through line with nancy was great and it goes into new nightmare later on where it goes meta where it goes meta isn't oh, that new cool? nightmare is so good wes is just talking about this new script uh, he's writing well that's gonna be the death of you craven and all right I... rest in peace because he did pass away recent that's yeah. sad but uh, yeah, like he, he he basically is the author of his own doom in that movie. It's yeah. Cool. <laughs> when I watched that, I think it was last, uh, sometime last year. Like I didn't really watch it. Watch it. There's so many nods to other franchises and I'm sure in general that I never noticed before. Mm-hmm. Because now that I'm a horror nut job, I caught him. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I'm like, yo, this movie's clever as shit. Well, uh, what else was it too? Um, I suppose I didn't mention too is uh, Michael Bay's uh, production company did the Friday the Thirteenth reboot, which condensed yeah. like yeah. like a whole bunch of the original Friday movies into yeah, I like a very short space. The, um, 
at the beginning that kind of alluded to uh, I think it was everything know, that, up everything up to four yeah I'm pretty sure yeah and it kind of alluded to the fact that Jason didn't drown he was alive yeah you know and mm-hmm. witnessed uh, his mom I, I like the way the, the first movie in the, the first movie and the second movie the way they back end is kind of cool because like yeah the way that she comes out of the lake and he comes out of the lake yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. That's eighties horror, yeah. and they were actually echoing themselves visually there, and that's really yeah. well done. That, that yeah, is yeah. theories that she yeah. didn't, that Jason didn't actually come out like she, you know, dreamt it or hallucinated it. He was been alive the whole time. Oh yeah, and then I, I think it's like Chrissy checks her fridge, and it's like Pamela Voorhees' head gets yeah. the ice pick <laughs> in the side of the yeah. head. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> I don't know. I really like those. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What was it? Freddy versus Jason off the hook. Really well done. Took forever to get there, but it finally yeah. happened. And when it did, it was pretty cool, man. Fun ride with the, with the bootleg Jay, uh, with the bootleg uh, Jay from Jane Silent Bob in that movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> the bootleg Jason Muse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was cute. But uh, yeah, no, that was, it was pretty well done. You know, it was, it was everything that alien versus predator was not on film. Right. It was an excellent synthesis of two characters that that you know they they feel like they could fit together if only you write the right through line on it and they right. did write the right through and it took a lot of script treatments to get there but they did get there. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a fun fun ride, fun ride. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, there's I'm... even there's even talks of a sequel to that someday. Like people lobby for it constantly because they mm-hmm. love yeah, it. It's never much. happening. After a long, part thirteen, the rights are all fucked now. Yeah, <laughs> man, I was reading oh, about fuck. that the other day. Oh, it's fuck. tragedy. Thank God that oh, game fuck. happened, eh? Yeah, I'm so happy. Glad you funded that, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my well, favorite. I mean, my answer is probably similar to yours. Um, part six is easily my favorite. Um, I mean, something I learned later on, Kevin Williamson said that movie was really the biggest inspiration behind Scream because the way part six was able to do horror and, you know, meta and satire. It was never really done, but it was done before that, but never done that well. Wink right. at the so, camera a bit. Yeah. A couple times where Jason kind of gives it like, are you serious looks, you yeah. know, from Jason. <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of self-awareness but also be an effective movie so you know spawned another one of my favorite franchises scream god i was obsessed with that movie oh yeah um the opening scene Lord, after I the opening the scene one, with true barrymore i love the opening yeah. scene with true barrymore she's so those, good i still use some of those quotes uh <laughs> from that movie in regular life <laughs> i just i just um, i really liked her in that opening sequence that's just yeah. so well done yeah. so well mm-hmm. done and she's so great too. Like she's a really awesome actress. I like her. Yeah, I've, I've, was very good. I, I've very loved good. her since ET when she was like, Elliot. and it's just <laughs> she's she's using that effective scream once again. So I, yeah, you know, good for you, girl. Uh, yeah, her talk show actually is pretty good. Uh, what is it? There's something there that was a horror movie, I guess. What is it? Uh, uh, it's not really a horror movie, but I guess it's a series. What is it? Uh, it's kind of dark comedy, right? Santa, oh, yeah. Santa Clarita, episode, right? Santa Clarita died. Yeah, the first yeah. season was good. And I just, She's of course, like, didn't get back to it afterwards. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you know? it's a lot to take on. I know, um, yeah. uh, I know uh, my it's mom's It's good, though. Watching Timothy that. Oliphant, who I love, is, uh, is in it. <laughs> the Crazy is another favorite of mine. Um, mm. Justified, not horror, but watch it. Uh, 
but yeah, sorry, I digressed a bit. But um, yeah, part three is also another good one. Um, I love the reboot, even though the last half of the movie isn't as strong. It's worth it for the first 40 minutes. The first 40 minutes is better than most of the Friday 13th movies. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the way they kind of introduce the, its own little timeline and the yeah. kills. It's fucking dope yeah they, yeah they, they can <laughs> they can they condensed everything really good from the first four movies into oh my lord and just one uh, movie. so so awesome of course it has um jared padillac in it so thumbs up oh right <laughs> anything from supernatural i'm gonna give a thumbs up regardless <laughs> it's true they, they, they had to they had to trade jared jared was a trade-in because uh they couldn't get kevin bacon back this time yeah <laughs> <laughs> so like we'll get the supernatural dude everybody knows him but um so there's probably my two favorites, I guess, would be three, I guess, three, the reboots, and six. Yeah, yeah, probably that. I'm probably forgetting something off the top of my head. But those so three what, that come what to about mind. The, what about the Nightmares? Nightmares, um, the original, um, part three. New Nightmare? Uh, New Nightmare, Dream yeah. Master, I think is very underrated. Yeah, um, I haven't seen it in so long. I, I it's, it's not Dream fresh Master and rec- really, really good. It's not um, fresh in recollection. I remember Dream Warriors better, so I'm looking forward to watching yeah, Dream Master. I'm never tired of watching Nightmare One and Three. I'm looking forward to watching them again. Like I said, that's what, that's what really got me was the whole Nightmare on Truth series. I've always loved dreams and the idea of someone invading them and getting power was really cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you must really love Inception. <laughs> Inception, yeah, Inception's really good. <laughs> but it's not a horror yeah. movie, but, you know. No. <laughs> Dreams! <laughs> um, I was talking about how movies could go on forever. Oh, I yeah. Think mm-hmm. Ending it with a couple of classics and edit. I mean, we used a million things we didn't talk about, but it's just not going to, we're not going to cover it all. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys have any horror parting shots, recommendations? Um, fuck if I know. Lecter movies. I like them. Yes. He is yeah. such a menace. I love the way he menaces and and some of his people who join him in the movie, like his accompanying killers in the stories, they're also very interesting. Buffalo Bob, very menacing. Mm-hmm. Francis Dollarhide, yeah. very menacing. Was it Buffalo Bill? Why yeah. do I say Bob? Is that like know. the parody version of him? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Like but the Simpsons was... character. <laughs> I bet, yeah. <laughs> Puts the lotion on. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, those Lecter films, I definitely enjoyed them. Uh, you know, I thought Red Dragon was really good. I mean, surprisingly, it was a Brett Ratner film. I mean, I remember yeah. remember Animals reading about underrated. it. Yeah, like, I mean, Ridley Scott did that. He did a good job with it. Uh, Gary Oldman's excellent in, in that movie. I thought he mm-hmm. was really, really the good. Hannibal TV show is... Two severed thumbs way up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've heard lots Matt of good things. Matt Mickelson about... is terrifying as Hannibal. Oh, yeah. He's a great actor. He's, woof, he's fantastic. The Graham yeah. actor is actually given a lot of credit, too, I guess. Like, because, uh, you know, Eddie Norton does it in the movie, but this guy does his own spin yeah. on the character. And he's pretty mm-hmm, good yeah. as the investigator yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. It's like a, another strong foil thing again, right? Yeah. He yeah. plays well opposite. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that's probably the one I'd mention. No, right, right. Like kind of a oh, last oh, oh. toss in the hat kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, for me, I think horror films, I know for a lot of people, it's not their cup of tea. And they just like, oh, I'm not big on all the blood and gore and blah, blah, blah. But with good horror films, there's a lot more to them than just, uh, you know, just the violence and just the, yeah. you know, the 
they have good social commentary, you know, they can be satirical and funny, but they yeah. can also have really good, strong characters, especially female characters, which is, uh, I mean, really that's the genre that, you know, strong female characters came from and that yep. came, has become such a popular thing now. And, you know, wasn't sh- they weren't shoehorned in like in, you know, Avengers Endgame where you get the, <laughs> you know, that cringy scene with all the female, uh, <laughs> female superheroes coming together. It's like, like come you say, on, man. The you final know? girl, the final girl is a foundation stone of horror. <laughs> yep. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. if it's a final boy, you're kind of surprised because mm-hmm. that's not usually how it goes. Right? Yeah. Right. Mean, kind of neat, kind of neat how underwater subverted that. You thought she was the final girl. Turns out she wasn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, I think horror films definitely have an important place in in cinema. And again, it's not it's not really for everyone, but if you if people can get past the uh, you know can tolerate the the violence, I think you can, especially the ones that you guys have mentioned you know, popular horror films, if those are ones that can you know, watch and like, wow, these really do have a lot of value, I think, yeah. in terms of storytelling. Heightened and, atmosphere, and heightened characters. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah, just to uh, piggyback that. Yeah, I agree. It's the horror movies they do. The genre is one of the most underrated in terms of um, even speaking about fears and being topical in an organic way mm-hmm. that um, a lot of movie and TV shows don't get. And as we said, the, the female characters just um, really underappreciated genre, which I think is kind of cool. I like it that it's just, it's just kind of well, there. I mean, Blumhouse, their factory for better or worse to put on review. They, they kind of get a little more mainstream, sometimes a little, too much sometimes I feel they just churn stuff up. They trying too hard to be like a Disney of horror, which is not a good look. Right. But, you know, horror movies better as that kind of you mm-hmm. know underground, um underappreciated genre. Because I think it right. seems to strive that way. It's very, very creative, a lot of risk taking, I think, of mm-hmm. all the genres. Mm-hmm. Um so it's one many, many reasons why I've always loved it. Well for sure. I guess I, th- no, oh no. cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. I'm. I would come in with uh, atmospherics. I, I like. I, I'm a huge fan of Alien and Blade Runner, and those movies. Those movies really aren't traditional horror movies. They're just the atmospherics of them. Mm-hmm. Is something that they have in common with horror films because atmosphere is essential to those films as it is to horror films. If you don't have the atmosphere, you may as well just forget it. Yeah. Because if it, if it doesn't, if nothing feels ominous, there's no tension yeah. hanging in the air. There's no reason to watch. You're not. You shouldn't. You shouldn't feel gra- you're not gripped by anything happening. It's just yep. oh yeah, going through the motions. Right. Yep. Somebody died. Whatever. <laughs> it's like you need to feel something. You gotta you gotta ratchet it up. Yep. You gotta make people grit teeth. You know, like yep. just to me, atmosphere is all like you don't need you don't need gratuity. You don't have to have buckets of no. blood and boobs mm-hmm. in the movie yep. to make it a good horror film. Yep. Right. You can use those elements if you use them creatively, and they will work in your movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I watched um. Shutter did um it was like a movie was it was short it was i don't know maybe an hour if even it was called the uh, host the whole thing was done on what records the whole thing was done on zoom the whole thing oh yeah yeah, yeah lockdown it was cool as shit mm-hmm. minimal to no blood 
but a great atmosphere. I was watching mm-hmm. the whole time. That's it. That's one of the beautiful things yeah. about horror too. It needs the budget. It doesn't need a lot of money. Yeah, it's like it's it's, it's like the found film thing. It built its yeah. whole reputation on that. Yeah. We don't need to spend buttloads to make a scary movie. Mm-hmm. We'll just create tension in the camera. Yeah, sometimes, really, what are, some, what are sometimes it works. Make an effective movie over Zoom. I mean, come on. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shutter's got some pretty neat stuff there, man. They, yeah. Uh, um, Beach House was good on there. Um, I just watched. Um, I love Anthology. I'm talking about Creep Show, but uh, Mortuary Collection's good on Shutter. <clears throat> um, I could go on and on for independent horror. Is so great. I watched stuff like. Uh, um, the Furies, which is awesome, mm-hmm. had a cool little twist on the the hunting type um, slasher movie. But I could go on and on. Well, what but, was it? Um, uh, what was something here? A little parting comment to his uh, anthologies. You know, like Outer oh, Limits, yeah. Twilight Zone, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah. Dark Mirror. Uh, mm-hmm. What's another one there? Electric Dreams, and they all have Black like Mirror? kind of dark. Black Mirror, yeah. Black, Black Mirror, Mirror, yeah. Yeah. Did I say Dark Mirror? You did. Yeah. Yeah, this stuff goes together. <laughs> yeah. Dark I think dark matter is what I was thinking, and that's a different yes. thing. That's a sci-fi yeah. show. But uh yeah, but anyways, yeah, like those anthologies are pretty neat. They have their elements of horror and episodes. Some episodes yeah. aren't so mm-hmm. horror, but some are. Um in particular the Outer Limits movies, uh there was a movie thing I think they made there. Was it The Sand Kings with Bo Bridges? That was really cool, man. Space ants, man giant space ants from mars and then they take over the earth like they get out of his lab at the end and then it shows them making like giant like you know castles for their like empire and then like fucking forest outside his house or something and it's just like sometimes things belong on other planets should stay on other planets yeah they got some pretty I think space ants is a perfect way to end this podcast. That is, yeah. <laughs> you can't go wrong with space ants. <laughs> Twilight Zone, man. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for listening to our first spinoff episode. It was tons of fun. I've never gotten a chance to speak about a horror on a dedicated podcast. So uh, thanks for coming along for the ride, Ryan, Mike, and uh, all the listeners. Yeah. Keep, uh, we could have done more, but, you know, we got to limit yes. ourselves a bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's perfect. You know, Halloween, got to get That's in the That's right. Mm-hmm. Now I have tons of stuff even more I want to watch in the next few days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not, not enough hours in the day. <laughs> but um, as always, keep, keep, um, keep subscribing, keep listening on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, apparently, we think. Um, yeah. Or on Google Podcasts, I think. I think I signed it. I don't know. All over the place. Appreciate all the <laughs> listens. I've noticed the listener audience keeps growing. Really appreciate it, you guys. Um, well, we carry the links on Xenomorph and Blog, no. Hive Mind Group, Worlds of Tomorrow's got the links for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can find the catalog entries there if you're looking. <laughs> we got those for you. Uh, I mean, a lot of our, I mean, a lot of our collaborators, you know, they've got information about us too, or links through to us. So, I mean, check out Studio Utani, Perfect Organism, Alien vs. Predator Galaxy. Like, they'll typically point you in the direction of those. Check out their podcasts too. Yeah. <laughs> Support the yeah. community, everybody. That's right. All right. Stay scared, everybody. Happy nightmares. Thanks, happy Halloween, <laughs> folks. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs>
Do you like scary movies? <laughs>